Hey you guys, welcome! Welcome to this special and limited edition of the Bible from the Beginning to Eternity podcast. Wherever in the world you are, I hope you're doing well. I'm going to be extremely busy in the next week to 10 days with family and Christmas and get-togethers and all those types of festivities, and I probably won't be able to release another episode as soon as I would like to. My goal is to have Genesis 17 completed on or before the end of the year, December 31st, and I just wanted to let you guys know about that so you won't be wondering where I went. Don't worry. I'll be back. And since I decided to make this short announcement, I thought I'd combine it with a short Christmas message for you. I'm going to keep this particular message published until maybe early January after Christmas. But after I take it down, if you would like a copy of it, or if you would like a list of the scripture I'm going to read, please email me. I'll be happy to send you those things. Okay, let's get to the Christmas message. In a little bit, I'm going to read some scripture from Luke chapter 1. Before we do that, I'm going to read several verses from 11 different books of the Bible. All of the scripture I'm about to read will be from the Old Testament. I'm going to be reading passages from the following Old Testament books. 1 Samuel, Psalms, Isaiah, Habakkuk, Malachi, Genesis, Zephaniah, Daniel, Job, Ezekiel, and Micah. Most of what I'm going to read comes from Psalms. I will read the book, the chapter, and the verse for each. Stick with me. I know this sounds cryptic, but it's going to come together at the end, I promise. Now, in the verse I read, you might hear a couple of names you don't recognize. One is Jacob. We will learn very soon in the book of Genesis, Jacob is Abram's grandson. The other name is David. We will read about him starting in the Old Testament book of 1 Samuel. David is a shepherd who will one day become king of Israel. And soon you will see how all these verses fit into the Christmas story or part of the Christmas story as told in Luke chapter 1. Ready? Let's go. Psalm 35 verse 9. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. Isaiah 61 verse 10 I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. You guys, isn't that beautiful? Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 18 Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Malachi chapter 3 verse 12 Then all the nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. Psalm 89 verse 8 Who is like you? Lord God Almighty, you, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds you. Wow. Psalm 126, verse 2. Our mouths were filled with laughter. 
our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9 Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. Daniel chapter 4 verse 37 Now I... Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of Heaven, because everything he does is right, and all his ways are just, and those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. Job chapter 5 verse 11, the lowly he sets on high, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. Genesis 17 verse 19, then God said, Yes, but your wife Sarah will bear you a son, and you will call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. Psalm 132, verse 11. The Lord swore an oath to David, a sure oath he will not revoke, one of your own descendants I will place on your throne. Now, how does all that scripture relate to the Christmas story we're going to talk about in Luke? Keep all of those verses I read in your back pocket. We're going to pull them out later. Right now, let's look in Luke chapter 1. I'm going to start reading in Luke chapter 1 verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and he said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, 
I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Wow, you guys, we're not done reading in Luke yet, but number one, the baby in Elizabeth's womb was John the Baptist. Soon, John the Baptist would be very busy preparing the way for the Lord, preparing the way for Jesus. Even in Elizabeth's womb, John the Baptist knew he was near Jesus. John was like, whoa, Jesus, what's up? And he leaps within Elizabeth's womb. Number two, Mary is overwhelmed. And at this point in the scripture, she is going to praise God in what is known as Mary's song of praise. In Latin, this piece of scripture is called the Magnificat. And it means, my soul magnifies the Lord. And this title is taken from the first line of Mary's song of praise. Luke is the only gospel out of the four that includes Mary's song of praise. And I really think this beautiful piece of scripture is overlooked around Christmas time, and that's why I chose to tell it to you. Now, Gabriel the angel paid Mary a visit. Gabriel is not just an angel, he's an archangel. What's that? An archangel is an angel of an extremely high rank. Archangels don't come down to earth to talk to just anybody. And Mary is aware. She understands exactly what Gabriel told her. She knows that she has been chosen to give birth to the Savior of the world. She realizes fully the extraordinary significance of what Gabriel has told her. And she rejoices inside her body. She's carrying the Son of God. And Mary is humble. She knows she's nothing special. She's just a poor young lady who is to be married soon. She understands that by God choosing her, he has exalted the lowly. God often works in this way as he will see. He often chooses the one that you wouldn't think he would choose. And here, he chose a lowly, humble girl to give birth to the Savior of the world, all part of God's divine plan of redemption. And in just ten verses of Mary's song, she covers all the scripture I read 
at the top of this episode and much, much more. What I read you was just the tip of the iceberg. This scripture just flows out of her naturally. Her song is saturated, completely saturated with scripture. Mary knew scripture? Yes, Mary knew scripture. She was clearly raised in a family that studied the Bible. Guys, try to imagine how Mary felt if she knew the whole Old Testament, which it certainly seems like she definitely did. Mary would have read and seen and studied in the Bible just like we're doing. She would have seen in every book of the Bible hints of a coming Savior, just like we see. And she probably wondered, hey, I wonder when this Savior is going to show up. Wow, guys, this must have been absolutely mind-blowing for Mary. She was the perfect humble person to become the mother of Jesus Christ. Of course she was. God doesn't make mistakes. Well, let's hear Mary's song of praise, the Magnificat, starting in Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. See if you can hear any echoes of the verses I read earlier. In just 10 verses, Mary, a scriptural powerhouse, is going to deliver the most magnificent song of praise to the Lord. Here it is. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Wow, you guys, isn't that beautiful? Isn't Mary amazing? Now, if you want more scripture about Christmas, check out Luke chapter 2 and also check out Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 to 25. Guys, read either one of these or both to your families this Christmas. It's easy to forget what all the celebrating is about, isn't it? And if you like what you're reading in those New Testament Gospels, keep reading! I would like to wish each of you and all of your family and your friends and loved ones a blessed Merry Christmas. I would also like to thank each and every one of you who listen for being such a blessing to me. 
I hope this podcast has blessed you and increased your thirst for a relationship with Jesus Christ. I love you guys. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year too.